Father, we thank you for a night such as this. We thank you for the gathering of your people. Heavenly Father, we thank you for making tonight possible. Lord, we ask that you will teach us tonight. You will speak to us tonight. You will enlighten us tonight. And you will help us overcome any kind of spiritual battle. Any kind of spiritual attack that we might find ourselves in. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let the believer shout a huge amen. You are welcome to our Sunday Impact Service. This is Prayer Life Virtual Church and I'm your host, Vincent Chemate. I see Jonas Hero here. God bless you. I see Sewa here. God bless you. I see Miracle. God bless you. Type something. If you are here, type something. I want to see you. Madu I see Sandra here. God bless you so much. If you are here typing something, I want to see you. I see Kobina here. God bless you so much, sir. I think we have to make time and talk. I see my beautiful wife here. God bless you so much. God bless you so much. Grace is here. God bless you. I see Akushia here. God bless you so much. I see vessel of honor. God bless you so much. May the Lord honor you. I see I'm a conquer. God bless you so much. Oh God. <laughs> Indeed, tonight is another movement. But tonight is going to be an encounter. I want you to learn something very carefully. Spiritual battles are real, and spiritual attacks are real. Believe me when I say this. Believe me when I say this. And tonight I am going to break down spiritual attacks. You see, all kinds of spiritual attacks there be fall under four categories. Any kind of attack a, a human being has ever experienced falls within four categories. Only four. There are only four kinds of spiritual attacks. And if you are able to master these four, you will never be victimized by any kind of attack. No matter what it is, whether it is sickness, whether it is abuse, whether it is oppression, whether it is promise and fail, no matter what the attack is, whether it is betrayal, whether it is denial, there is one thing I can tell you, that kind of attack falls under one of these four. That I'm going to teach you. I'm a prophet, but I'm a teacher. And I'm believing God that tonight, through this teaching, you shall come to a place of enlightenment and you would know what it takes to overcome whatever spiritual attack you are going through. Are we together? 
before you can really appreciate before you can really appreciate the purpose of this message we need to go back to the old testament or something that happened in the days of old a spiritual attack even a thing many people don't seem to believe in these things so i'm asking a spiritual attack even a thing in the days of the old testament israel had to prepare chariots and horses and weapons for warfare physically there was not much of spiritual attacks in the days of old in those days whenever the devil wanted to attack people he would come physically so in the garden of eden the bible said that the devil entered the garden in the form of a snake and that snake was not spiritual that snake was physical are we here now this is a two-part series part one and part two the theme or the title i've given to the series is called supernatural and under the theme supernatural i am dealing with a subtopic the four kinds of attacks or the four kinds of spiritual attacks and the four the eight kinds of enemies supernatural supernatural that is the fly i just posted on the platform supernatural so the first part i am dealing with the four kinds of spiritual attacks and next week sunday 8 pm i am dealing with the eight kinds of enemies <laughs> you cannot miss out and if you are listening to part one you cannot miss out on part two so i said in the days of old whenever the devil wanted whenever the devil wanted to attack he would come in a physical form that was in the old testament he would come physically to fight the people in the form of Ammonites, in the form of Gaza, in the form of Moabites, in the form of these enemies of Israel. That was how attacks were correlated and coordinated in the days of old. But in the New Testament, the devil changed. And the devil changed his strategy and that is why we need to bring to light how the devil is fighting us in our time how the devil fought abraham is not how he is fighting us he has changed his strategy which means that christians believers under the sound of my voice must also learn to change their strategy you cannot keep on fighting modern wars with old strategies modern battles with old strategies it would not work those days if the devil wanted to attack you he would not appear in your dream he would send something physically to hurt you but in the new testament the strategy has changed 
take me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the verse number 3, reading from the New Living Translation, the NLT. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. And this is a very popular scripture. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. Which means that there is a war that is for humans. But the Bible is saying those of us who are humans but happen to be in God, we do not wage wars as human beings do. So if you are here and you are so concerned about the human nature and the, and the understanding of biology and all of these things, science, technology and all that, you would miss out on what the devil is doing. We are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. These days, when we are talking about spiritual warfare, we are not talking about fighting physically with your neighbors. We are not talking about fighting physically with your relatives. We are not talking about fighting physically with your friends. No. Because those of us who are in Christ, we no longer wage war as human beings do. Are we together? I am taking my time because I want this to sink in. Verse 4, we use God's mighty weapons. We do not use bows and arrows anymore, no. We do not use swords anymore, physical swords, no. We do not use any of these clubs and physical weapons anymore, no. The Bible is saying we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons to knock down. The strongholds of human reasoning. Understand this. The weapons of our warfare are no longer carnal as it used to be in the days of Israel, in the days of Moses, in the days of the prophets of old. No, no more. The Bible is saying in, in our time, we use God's mighty weapons and we use it to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. Human reasoning. When we talk about human reasoning, we are talking about the opinions, the ideologies, the mindsets of people concerning you and what you are building, concerning you and your life, concerning you and your ministry, concerning you and your marriage, concerning you and your destiny. That is human reasoning. Now we have got into a place where human reason has become a very powerful force that if you are not able to deal with it spiritually, it can bring you down. You will discuss your business with people and by the power of human reasoning, they can destroy their business. You can, dis dis you can discuss your future with people your plans with people and by the power of human reasoning they can destroy it so we use the weapons the mighty weapons of god to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments false arguments are all the things people say about you and your faith that are not true 
the Bible didn't say we argue with people who do not believe in God, but we use the mighty weapons of God to destroy false argument. When we talk about false arguments, we are talking about the argument of Titan, the argument of spiritual fatherhood, the argument of spiritual warfare, the argument of anything sacred that the people of God do not really understand. The Bible is saying we do not argue with them, but we use the mighty weapons of God to deal with them. So when people come and they are trying to say this online ministry is not a thing, we use the mighty weapons of God to pull it down and say we will not accept it, we will not believe it, we will not allow it to, to work us. Until you use the mighty weapons to pull down any false argument, it will always be like a power of an oppressor that oppresses the people into submission. We need to pull down anything that is a false argument in the church today, anything that is a false argument in marriages today, anything that is a false argument in the people amongst the people of God today, in the church today, in the in the kingdom of God today. Tonight, oh God, anything that has become a false argument that has been lifted up by even generals of occultic powers, by even generals of witchcraft, by even generals of the underworld. Tonight, oh God, we pull down by the mighty weapon of God. Anything, anything. I stand in the same grace and I declare upon your life anything that has become a false argument in your family that they say as for our family we do not pass up the age of 60 we do not pass up the age of we break we break that false argument the spirit of the false argument the force of the false argument the power of the false argument in the mighty name of Jesus I stand in the same grace and I declare anything that has become a false argument in your life a repetitive cycle in your destiny in your future every day you are trooping in and out of the hospital your mother is in and out of the hospital your dad is in and out of the hospital this false argument is broken this power of human reasoning is broken in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh God. I will preach in a minute. Verse 5. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. There is an obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. It is not just a trivial thing that people say, I am an atheist. I, I am not spiritual. I do not believe in the things of God. There is an obstacle that is keeping people from accepting your ministry. There is an obstacle that is keeping you from getting married. There is an obstacle that is keeping you up from receiving up the spirit of prosperity up there is up an obstacle up and tonight oh god up if i be a man of god up let that obstacle up part into up in the mighty name of jesus christ
we can only do this through the mighty weapons of God. Are we together? Do you still not believe in spiritual warfare? Ah, really? The Bible said we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. We capture their re any rebellious thoughts that have been lifted up against your marriage, that have been lifted up against your children, that have been lifted up against your family. We cause that thought to obey Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I'm not preaching yet. This is just the introduction. Jump to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Still reading from the NLT. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood. So the very moment this scripture was written, that was when the power changed hands. Because that was when the devil decided he will no longer attack in a form, in a physical form, in a carnal form, in a form that can be touched or felt. Do you understand? For we, the Bible didn't say for the Bible didn't say for they. No, the Bible said for we. So those who are dead and gone in the Old Testament, they were fighting against flesh and blood. But those of us who are under the new covenant, the Bible is saying we are not fighting against flesh and blood like Moses did. So in the days of Moses, Moses always had to wage war. Moses had to win battles. David had to win battles physically. Saul had to win battles physically. Why? Because in their days they were fighting against flesh and blood but in our time in our time we are not fighting against flesh and blood the Bible said we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies our enemies are no longer flesh and blood are you getting the secret are you seeing the secret so when i say i am talking about the four kinds of spiritual attacks do not be there and be thinking oh this man of god these days i don't even believe in spiritual attacks who told you you don't believe you don't know scriptures how can you believe in something you don't know you can never believe in god until you know him the same vein you can never believe in a word that you don't know you can never believe in a revelation you don't know do you understand? So people, I don't believe in spiritual warfare. And these days, Christians are always, uh, and, and some of these generals, they will come. And uh, why are we always praying against this? Why are we always praying against this? I don't understand wh why they always say that. The Bible said, for we are not fighting. You see, present continuous tense. We are always fighting. And the Bible is saying, but as for us, we are not always fighting against flesh. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. We are fighting against spirits. So if you will not pray warfare prayers, what kind of prayer would we pray? Hey, please. 
allow us to pray our prayer we thank god that you are not god allow us please say this after me allow us to pray our prayer you you see most of the people who say this they are not going through the things we are going through they are not suffering the things we are suffering they are not uh, victimized by the things that are victimized us are you getting this up uh, when we are talking about spiritual warfare we are talking about things uh, that we can feel uh, things uh, that affects us uh, things uh, that victimizes us uh, things uh, don't tell me we are wasting our time praying against spiritual attacks please most of these men of god who say these things god has saved them through their season of battles so they come out and say all sort of things why because their season of battles are over but some of us we are still going through it we are still going through it so please don't tell me please i beg you don't tell me we should stop praying against spirits and we should stop hey the person who is saying it is over 50 years old 60 years old the person has come to the other side in the days of solomon the bible said he never fought a single battle a man who has never fought a single battle will never see the relevance of war because he has never seen the battlefield before so it is right for solomon to have the time to write the book of proverbs why because he has nothing else to do a man who is fighting battles doesn't have the time to write proverbs so when solomon is writing proverbs he can say all sort of wise sayings yes he doesn't he's not he's not spending time fighting battles work with me do you understand but a man of war like gideon a man of war like david a man of war like any of these saints you need to understand without it because of time let me go because of time because of time for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places therefore put on every piece of god's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of in the time of evil then after the battle you will still be standing firm I don't know if you can hear me I don't know if you can hear me are we together? Because of time, let me just move on. Joe, chapter 1, verse 1. Because of time, 
our time is fast spent and i haven't even started preaching yet but i don't know i want people to understand the basics Joel chapter 1 verse 1 the word of the lord that came to Joel, the son of petuel hear this you elders hear this you people hear this and give ear all you inhabitants of the land all you people under the sound of my voice Joel is saying hear this has anything like this happened in your days or even in the days of your fathers verse 3 he said tell your children about it let your children tell their children and their children another generation this particular message i am about to preach the the prophet is saying tell your children about it because it will never pass until it will never pass until we are we have met jesus in heaven so he said as long as you're on earth tell your children about it let your children tell their children and their children another generation which means that you must never stop talking about it so this particular message i have preached it before this exact same message that was three years ago but i am preaching it again I am preaching it again because the Bible is saying never stop talking about it you must tell your children about it and let your children tell their children and let their children tell another generation which means that this particular message must be taught until we are no longer on earth because as long as we are on earth we will always be subject to spiritual battles we will always be fighting Joel chapter 1 verse 4 the Bible said that which the palmer worm hath left hath the locust eaten. I am reading from the King James. That which the palmer worm hath left hath the locust eaten, and that which the locust hath left hath the canker worm eaten, and that which the canker worm hath left hath the caterpillar eaten. What the Bible is saying, the palmer worm will eat, and what the palmer worm leaves behind, the locust will eat, and what the locust leaves behind, the canker worm will eat, and what the canker worm leaves behind, the caterpillar will finish it. What is this? These four things, these four things are the four kinds of spiritual attacks there is. That is why God said, never stop talking about this particular one. Are we here? Never stop talking about this particular message. Never stop. Never. Share it to the very end. The four kinds of spiritual attacks. Number one, palmer worm. Number two, locust. Number three, canker worm. Number three, number four, caterpillar. These four things are the four kinds of spiritual attacks. Joel chapter 1, verse 6. How do I know? Somebody's wondering, huh? So for you okay, okay. How do I know? How can you say? 
locusts and, at- and spiritual attack. How, how do you know? How do you know, man of God? Where are you getting all this from? Joel chapter 1 verse 6. The Bible said, A vast army of locusts has invaded my land. A terrible army, too numerous to count. You see, those days they were physically fighting the people of Ammon. They were physically fighting the people of Sodom. They were physically fighting the people of Moab. This time, the Bible is saying a terrible army, too numerous to count. Its teeth are like lion's teeth. Its fangs like those of a lioness. Verse 7, it has destroyed my grape vines and, and ruined my fig trees, stripping their back and destroying destroying it, leaving the branches white and bare. And the Bible said, the army is the army of locusts, the army of cankerworm, the army of palmerworm, the army of caterpillar. These four categories, the palmerworm, the locust, the cankerworm, and the caterpillar, these four things are armies. And any kind of spiritual attack, a believer goes to force within one of them anyone there is not a single attack that doesn't fall within one these things are armies they are demons they are battling people that is why the bible is saying is that what your bible said the bible said Joel chapter 1 verse 6 a terrible army too numerous to count too numerous to count too are we together People, are we together? Is somebody learning something? Is somebody writing these things down? Joel chapter 1, verse 4. The King James Version. Palmer worm, locust, canker worm, and caterpillar. Number one, palmer worm. Number two, locust. Number three, canker worm. Number four, caterpillar. <laughs> oh God, help me help your people. Now, palmer worm, locust, canker worm, and caterpillar. These four stages are the stages that the grasshopper goes through before he becomes a grasshopper, right? And these creatures, these animals, only feed on trees. I want you to pay attention to this. Now, I am about to go deeper, so pay attention. These four creatures, the palmer worm, the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar, these four creatures, they feed on trees. So now the question is, man of God, if you are saying that these are spiritual attacks, I am asking, are spiritual people trees? Am I a tree? Is Kinke a tree? Is Miracle a tree? Is Josephine a tree? What, the, what did the Bible say? Psalm 92 verse 12. The Bible said, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. So the righteous man is like a palm tree. <laughs> God. Psalm 1 verse 3. The Bible said, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers.
rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall proper the bible is saying the righteous shall be like a tree planted by the riverside <laughs> Is somebody even getting this? You see, today I'm taking my time. Because I think this is deep and the people need time to digest it. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 8. The Bible said, For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. The righteous man is like a tree. In the realms of the spirit, the righteous man is like a tree. So the Bible said, there was a blind man that Jesus was healing. And when Jesus touched his eyes and prayed, the Bible said, Jesus asked him, what do you see? And the Bible said, the blind man answered and said, I see human beings like trees. <laughs> Oh, you don't have eyes. You don't have eyes. Spiritual people, they are like trees. That is it. A spiritual person is like a tree. So when the Lord was talking about these four creatures, which feed on the tree, he was talking about spiritual attacks that affects the righteous man. Hello? Have you established this fact? Are we on the same page? Thank you. So the first spiritual attack or the first kind of spiritual attack I want to talk about is called the Palma Web. The Palma Web. P-A-L-M-E-R-W-O-R-M. I don't even know why it is called palm worm with the word palm in it when the bible said the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and the first kind of spiritual attack is called the palm oh god i wish somebody was getting this the palm away the palm away the palm away begin to speak in the language of the spirit begin to speak in the language of the spirit is somebody praying Madagadabaha? Is somebody praying La Kurama de Gede Barabaha? Is somebody praying La Kurama de Gede Basura Badagede Bedegede Baradabaha? In the name of Jesus. So the first kind of spiritual attack is called the Palma Way. And I just posted a picture of the Palma Way on the platform. Can you see it? Tap on it. 
Can you see the picture? That's the Palmer Wave. The Palmer Wave is a wingless locust. Or the migratory locust in its lava state. Just as you see it in the picture, the Palmer Worm eats the fruit of the tree. They only feed on the fruit. The Palmer Worm, it only feeds on the fruit. So if the righteous man is a tree, and the tree is expected to bear fruit, and the palmer worm feeds on the fruit what do you think is happening here galatians chapter 5 verse 22 the bible said but the fruit of the spirit is love the fruit of the spirit is love the fruit of the spirit is love so the first kind of spiritual attack that comes on believers is called the palmer worm which feeds on the spirit of love or on the fruit of the spirit which is love you need to understand the first attack that a believer goes through is the attack on the love you have for the things of God the love you have for the taste of the spirit the love you have for the messages you listen to for the ministry you serve in you realize that all of a sudden the love you have for prayer the enemy attacks it because the, the, the fruit of the spirit is love so the very moment you are under the palmer worm attack you realize that your love for these things are not there anymore or it's not there anymore. The love to pray doesn't exist. The love to fast doesn't exist. The love to give doesn't exist. Which means you are under the palmer worm attack, which attacks the spirit or the fruit of the spirit, which is love. You can't pray anymore. You can't fast anymore. You can't do anything spiritual anymore. See how you used to wake up in the middle of the night to pray. See how you used to sensitize yourself to the spirit. See how you used to love going to church. See how you used to listen to us. You used to love uh, listening to us. See. These days, when we share the link to you, you don't want to see it. When we share the link to you, you don't want to. And you see, you might think that this thing I am talking about, I am only referring to prayer life. But I am not only referring to prayer life, I am referring to the kingdom of God as a whole. You realize that every man of God globally is going through this. If you do not believe me, check the attendance globally on their online services from Alpha Hour to Joshua Selman to Global Attack. And the attack is on the people of God. The power where my attack is working. The people do not enjoy the things of the spirit anymore. They do not love the things of the spirit anymore. They do not want to be a part of, of the gathering of the saints anymore. Why? Because of the love for the spirit and the things of the spirit are under attack. And inside 
the fruit of the spirit we have joy we have peace we have long suffering we have kindness we have goodness we have faithfulness we have gentleness we have self-control and all of these things are embedded or the lord blesses you with these things when you begin to love the things of the spirit the sacred things of God when you begin to love the word of God God blesses you with all of these things joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control see how people are struggling with self-control in this era see people are not gentle anymore people are not faithful they are not faithful to God they are not faithful to their men of God they are not faithful to their wives they are not faithful to their husbands they are not even faithful to their own parent see and many of you under the sound of my voice are under the power where my attack you don't love the things of the spirit anymore you are just tired me them pray you are tired so there is no kindness in the church anymore because these things are all embedded in love there is no kindness there is no patience there is no joy i have seen a lot of people who have a lot of money but ask them when was the last time they were happy they cannot even tell you they have no idea the last time they were happy they have money they have good jobs but they are not happy they have no joy there is no peace in their homes why because the love for the things of god is under attack oh the palmer worm attack the palmer worm attacks the fruits of the tree which is the love for the things of god is somebody learning you see how you were eager and waiting for our services whenever it was time you just couldn't wait to see the link shared on the platform but look at you today you see it and you turn off your data we have seen all of these things because the lord has seen all of these things and and through his grace he has revealed it to us we have seen all of these things we know what is happening see if in the time you join the service and you are telling me spiritual warfare is not real the bible said by your fruits or by their fruits you shall know them here is the case where your fruits are under attack the question is that is how can you be identified this is the reason why many of you are walking on earth without proper identity you cannot be defined by their fruit you shall know them it is only jacob who could meet jesus and jesus would ask him what is your name that you meet jesus and he has no idea what your name is do you understand many of us are walking on earth without identity proper identity 
We don't know whether you are faithful. We don't know whether your identity is consistency. We don't know whether your identity is love. We don't know whether your identity is patience. We don't know whether your identity is, is kindness. We have no idea how we can define you. By their fruits, you shall know them. Except people do not have their fruits anymore. Because all their fruits are eaten away by the palm away. People, and the Bible said, after the palmer worm attacks, the next attack is called the locust. The locust, the locust, the locust, the locust. Ragada, somebody say the locust. The locusts are That is the locust. Many of you know the locust as grasshopper. That's the locust. That's the locust. Locusts swarm quickly and mercilessly and they breed rapidly these powerful flyers travel great distances and consume all green leaves and tender tissues of plants god they consume all green leaves all green leaves you know photosynthesis is the process by which green plants and other organisms use sunlight to prepare food and nutrients for the tree if you took your science class seriously, integrated science, you would know this. photosynthesis, no? It was a because let us go back to our integrated science. I said photosynthesis is the process by which green plants and some other organisms use sunlight to prepare food or nutrients for the tree. My dear, oh dear, oh dear, call a biology. Yes, integrated science. Integrated science, and we limited edition of the definition. Chlorophyll on the identity. Oh, God, chlorophyll, no, just for no best spelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, I don't mean this just for no, so just in case. Uh huh, maybe I'm a gem fan. Now, I said the locust attacks. 
The green leaves of the tree. I want you to understand. Gloria, pay attention. Sandra, please pay attention. This is the reason I don't create jokes when I'm preaching. Listen, the locust attacks the green leaves of the tree and do not forget that the the, the the leaves are responsible the leaves are responsible for creating or preparing food and nutrients for the tree the green leaves represent the life of the tree so if the spiritual man or woman is a tree and the leaves of the tree are under attack then it means that the source of life of the tree is under attack and that is your spiritual life your spiritual life as a whole when the locust attacks the green leaves it devours the life of the tree your spiritual life constitutes how spiritual you are and being spiritual is simply staying conscious of the presence of God I repeat being spiritual is simply staying conscious of the presence of God and being sensitive to the spiritual instructions he gives Now, when you are under the attack of the locusts, you understand that these days you are unable to stay conscious of the presence of God anymore. Let me ask you, can you even sense the presence of God around you? Can you sense the presence of God when you enter into a church? Can you sense the presence of God when you enter into your school? Can you sense the presence of God when you enter onto this platform can you sense the presence of god do you have the ability to sense it sensing the presence of god is not for prophets it's not for apostles it's not for anybody it's for all of us can you sense the presence of god if you did you wouldn't have misbehaved you wouldn't be misbehaving as most of you do you wouldn't be living your lives anyhow as most of you do you wouldn't be abusing the instructions we give knowing that it's coming from God as most of you do because you know that these instructions are shared in the presence of God and if truly you sensed the presence of God you wouldn't have taken these instructions lightly is somebody learning being spiritual is simply staying conscious of the presence of God and being sensitive to the spiritual instructions he gives now your inability to sensitize yourself to the spirit of God means that you are under the locust attack so there are so many women you realize that they always point or project that the, the the falling of their spiritual lives to their failing relationships to their some boyfriends they are in a relationship with to some guys they dated some time ago that is how it is that is how it works so your inability to sensitize yourself to the spirit of god means that you are under the locust attack somebody is asking man of god how will i be able to know that i am under the locust attack can you sense the presence of god is god here 
as I am speaking now, are you hearing my voice or are you hearing the voice of God? Which is which? Because even though I am speaking, I myself, I am failing to hear myself. I am inclined to hear the voice of God, to receive the word of God, to participate in the instructions of God. Today is Father's Day. Whenever we mention Father's Day, it must be the day you project all of your attention to our Father in heaven. It is all about Him. And are you really receiving from our Father in heaven on Father's Day? Are you receiving? Now, that is when sin begins to germinate. So you realize eh, those days when you used to pray a lot, when you used to be sensitive to the spirit, when you used to fast a lot, you realize that some sins were never a bother. But now look at you, look at you, and look at the things you are doing. Look at you and see the things you are doing. Even on Sundays, you want to rest. On days of on days of worship, you want to rest. On days of service, you want to rest. On, you, how come you are able to select that particular time that we choose to pray, that we choose to worship, that we choose to gather the saints? That is the same time that you choose to rest. Think about it and you think you have no problem you have a very huge problem on this father's day have you even thought about god have you considered god have you reflected on god we are too canal in this era we are too canal and yet it is our time or it is in our time that we are encouraged to step out of the flesh and to enter wholly into the spirit because everything we fight is not in the flesh it's not of blood so see how sin is is germinating in you sin is germinating in your heart some of you somebody offended you somebody said something to you you didn't lie but see now because you have allowed yourself to step away from the presence of god that bitterness is growing that pain is growing that hurt is growing see how you are acting because of that see how you are acting because of what they said because you have allowed that bitterness that that pain that frustration to grow and frustration bitterness can only grow outside the presence of God because the Bible said in the presence of God there is fullness of joy your joy is so full that you have no time to consider that bitterness in your heart but look at you now every day because of that woman you grow worse because of that man you grow worse because of that boss you are becoming worse by the day and as you are going further down the drain you are only creating the atmosphere for that sin for that thing that is not of God to grow 
and if you if it continues growing that scene will explode that problem will explode out of control and eat away at your very existence and we have seen this thing clearly happen in the bible in the book of genesis the bible said the devil that old serpent the, the bible said the devil appeared in the garden of, of of eden as a serpent that you and i both know you you and i have all read in the bible before but because adam and eve were not able to subdue this this serpent this devil they allowed it to grow they allowed it to germinate up they created the atmosphere for the devil to grow up and to germinate up to a point where he has exploited he has exploded up out of control so when you read the book of revelation the bible said this devil this same satan that old serpent is now a dragon he is now a dragon he is now a dragon because he only appeared as a serpent but adam couldn't deal with it so that serpent grew up and germinated up and has now exploded up out of control and has become a dragon compare a serpent to a dragon that is what happens when you allow sin to grow when you allow anything that is not of god to grow if you do not deal with it now and you create the atmosphere for its growth you cannot control it anymore today that old serpent is now a dragon satan he appeared as a serpent but in revelation he was now a dragon <sighs> is somebody learning something and after the attack of the canker worm sorry after the attack of the locust the first attack is the palmer worm the second attack is the locust the third attack the third kind is called the canker worm and every kind of attack falls within this whether it's a sickness or not you can pin it to one of these You, when the service is over, just analyze it. You realize that every kind of attack you have ever experienced falls within one of these categories. Either it falls within the palmer worm attack, the locust attack, the canker worm attack, or the caterpillar attack. But for now, I'm speaking on the third kind, which is the canker worm. The canker worm is also called the licking locust. My God, the image you see on the platform that is the canker worm. The canker way do not forget the believer is the tree the christian is the tree you and i we are the tree the canker worm is also called the licking locust they are also called inchworms or lupus <laughs> they are caterpillars that move with a distinctive looping 
They don't move in a straight line. They move in a looping. You see, you see how in the picture, one part is there, the other part is raised. It will not touch the, the, the entire tree with the middle, no. So it, it moves in a loop. It touches, it moves with its end. Are, are you getting the, the image I'm trying to paint? The canker worm has two ends, like every worm. But it doesn't move in a straight line. It moves in a loop. So it moves in a loop and it touches the other end with its other end. It, it moves with it, it, it doesn't move with the middle, with its middle. What am I trying to say? The canker worm attack is very cautious of traps. Prayers. Those inconsistent prayers you pray. Those inconsistent spiritual activities you do. It has the ability to leap over them because it moves in a in a loop. If you are thinking, no matter what happens, it will move in that it will move in that prayer. It will it will it will not it will jump over it. Share. This is why Jesus said, "Pray without season, not pray sometimes, but pray without season." What did he mean? He meant be consistent with your prayer life, be consistent with your spiritual life, be consistent with any kind of spiritual engagement. You know, be consistent. It takes consistency to deal with the canker worm attack. It moves with a distinctive looping motion. The canker worm. Don't joke with the canker worm. Some of you, you pray last month. It, that is all. Oh, I'll pray again. Well, every now and then I'll pray. Hey, you prayed yesterday, so that is all. Every now and then you pray. <laughs> you are funny. You don't know what you are dealing with. That, this is why you are always under attack. Every day. Every day another story. Every day this. Every day this. Why? The cankerworm feeds on the branches of the tree. Branches and stems play the role of structural support for the leaves. You know, the support, you see, I said that the, the locusts attack the leaves. But do not forget that leaves, every leaf on the tree is attached to a branch. Am I lying? Have you seen a leaf that is attached to a root or a, a, a leaf that is attached to the ground no every leaf is attached to a branch every leaf it is attached to a branch and I've told you that the leaf the source of life it creates life for the spiritual man that leaf is supported by the branch the branches play the role of structural support for the leaves, fruits, and flowers that the tree produces. So the support you have, the foundation you have laid for your spiritual life, that is what I am talking about. Because if you do not have a, a foundation, you will never have a spiritual life. 
the things you do when nobody's watching, the things you do to add up to your spiritual life, that foundational thing you are involved in, the number of hours you pray, the number of days you fast, the things you do to exercise your spiritual life, that is the foundation for the leaf. And that is the work of the canker worm. The canker worm deals with foundations. Share. With the palmer worm, the love to pray is not there. But with the canker worm, you cannot even pray. Do you understand? You see, you need to understand the, the line between two things. These are two different things. Somebody is saying uh, the love to pray is not there. It is different from not being able to pray. Are you getting it? If the love to pray is not there, it is not really an issue. Because if you find yourself in a group of prayerful men and women, you will begin to pray. The love will be restored. But if you cannot pray, that is a deeper problem. That is a heavier condition. It takes time. It takes commitment. It takes consistency to break that attack. So that is where the devil will bring you attacks that will frustrate you. You work and work and work. Your salary will never be... Will never... Your salary will never be released. So you are so frustrated. You realize this is not about not loving to pray. This is like you cannot even pray anymore. Because you feel like I have prayed and prayed and prayed. But I'm not seeing anything. That is the canker worm attack. People who have issues with pornography and masturbation, they will say, I've prayed and prayed and prayed. I am not seeing anything, so I've stopped praying about it. Why? They are going through the canker worm attack. What does it mean? You are not a consistent believer. You are not a consistent Christian. This walk is all about consistency. God said, can two walk together unless they agree? The Bible said, two cannot walk together in a direction unless they agree. God is already moving in a direction. For you to walk alongside God, you must move in the direction of God. Except some of you, you are walking backwards. Some of you, you are walking sideways. Some of you, you have turned to the other side where you are supposed to walk in the direction of God. What is the direction of God? Pray without ceasing. Is that what you do? Giving yourself spiritual breaks. Spirituality too. Do we have break? Hey. Do we have spiritual? Do we have anything like spiritual break? So for the next couple of weeks, I am not really going to be praying and fasting and, and, and doing anything spiritual. Okay. Wait till the devil gets you. This is not about your love for the things of God. It is not even there anymore. The canker worm attack. It is not there. It is not even about love. It is not there. That is when you realize the people no longer join the service. When you are under the palmer worm attack, you will still join the service, but you join late. Under the canker worm attack, you are done. I have a lot of sons and daughters. I've had the time to call them. Why am I not seeing you in services anymore? They are saying, I don't even know why. I just, I don't want to join anymore. This is real. And when a marriage is going through the canker worm attack, 
the man is saying i i don't know what my wife has done in actual fact my wife has done nothing to me but i just don't love her anymore the woman will say i don't know what my husband has done my husband has in fact done nothing to me but i just don't love him anymore the canker worm attack that you are there you say i don't know what my mom has done she has not even done anything to me i just don't care about her anymore i don't respect her anymore i i, I don't care i'm just i don't know i'm done with her the very moment your response to things is i don't know you are under the canker worm attack you are going through this but you don't know why you are going through it you have no idea why you are you are under the canker worm attack you are a student your parents have paid your fees you do not go for classes anymore. Then we ask you, why are we not seeing you at lectures anymore? I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't want to go anymore. Ask most of the people who smoke. I don't know what is wrong with me. I just want to smoke. The people who drink, I don't know what is wrong with me. I just want to drink. I don't have the I know people who have very good jobs and yet they still want to smoke every evening. They don't have any life issue, they don't have any trouble. They just want to smoke. Do you think it is ordinary? The canker worm attack, that is what it does. I've heard people say, I don't know, but I me Go to Zungu and see. if you but Satan I just want to beat somebody. Oh God. They can't get my attack. The canker, sorry, the branches are also the vessels that carry water from the soil to the leaves. The soil is God. The leaves is the leaves is the thing, or let me say your spirit, your spirit life, your spiritual life. That is your leaf. As a believer, your leaf is your spiritual life because that is the source of your spiritual life. And your spiritual life only has life because your spiritual life is still connected to God. That is the source. And God is the soil. I don't know if, if somebody is getting this or I'm, I'm moving too fast so god is the soil your spiritual life or your spirit life your spirit man is your leaf and the connection or the thing that connects the leaf to the soil is the branch so the branch is the connection you have with god the relationship you have with god the fellowship you have with god so follow carefully the the branch connects the soil to the leaf in other words your the, the, your fellowship with god or your relationship with god connects your spirit life or your spirit man to our source that is god so the very moment the canker worm is feeding on the branch the canker worm is feeding on your fellowship with God, your relationship with God, how you relate with God. The canker worm is feeding on it. That is it. You don't want to fellowship with God anymore. You don't want to fellowship. You just don't have the time anymore. Yes, you are under the canker worm attack. So the connection you have 
with, with the soil or the, the link between the leaf and the soil is, is being fed on. You don't want to fellowship anymore. And the food from the leaves to the rest of the tree, the branch carries food. The branch carries food from the leaves to the rest of the tree. Are you following this? The branch distributes food from the leaves that's your spiritual life to the rest of the tree whenever we are talking about the rest of the tree we are talking about your many parts so david said bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name he is speaking from his spirit and he is charging the spirit to distribute food which is praise to every part of his body he's saying all that is within me bless his holy name my intestines bless his holy name my kidneys bless his holy name my my Christ, bless his holy name my legs bless his holy name my tissues are you getting it every part of me worship the Lord so you cannot be a spirit man and have stroke you cannot have a fellowship with God and have stroke once your spiritual life is active you it is impossible for you to suffer the consequences of, of, of oh God of stroke It is an error for you to die in your sickness if you believe it it will work for you it is an error it is an error say to yourself it is an error for me to die in my sickness because the job of the branch is to distribute food to every part of your body how come your legs are not working well how come your eyes are not working well how come your ears are not working well how come your hands are not working well how come your feet are not working well how come your 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 come on and lastly the branch has something called the back there is a protective covering under every branch. It is called the bark of the tree. B-A-R-K. The bark of the tree. The bark is the protective, is the tough protective outer sheath of the trunk or the branches of a tree. The bark of the tree prevents water loss. It prevents the entry of pathogens foreignness the back of the tree it prevents water loss and it prevents the entry of pathogens sicknesses germs viruses bacteria are you getting if you are spiritual enough some infections will never come your way that is what the scripture means there are some foreigners in your spiritual life what are they doing there there are some foreigners in your spiritual life what are they doing there this is real teaching this is teaching this is not preaching this is teaching so 
so many of you are not protected because the canker worm has fed on the back of your of your branches of your tree you are you are just bare you are always losing water you are losing oil you are losing anointing you are losing power you are losing vim you are losing you are losing momentum you are losing grace how come because the back of your tree has been fed on oh god now the last and the final kind of spiritual attack is called the caterpillar because of time I have to bring my message to an end our time is far spent the caterpillar finds the trunk of the tree the caterpillar finds the trunk of the tree it's its way into the middle and settles there the caterpillar just wants to live in the center of the tree now if a spirit that is not of god settles in the center of the tree which is you the believer what is happening it means the devil has taken full control of your spiritual life full control of your body oh god the caterpillar is like a specter or a shadow of the devil himself when you are under the caterpillar attack that is the highest form of attack that is what we call possession demonic possession that is where the devil himself takes total dominion of your life that is where people say i don't know what came over me i just i just I, I, before i realized i had already raped the girl how old is the girl 12 years age 48 year old man you don't know what came over you just raped there people kill people people killed their boyfriends people killed their spouses you ask them what happened i don't know what came over me the devil takes or has taken full control of their lives demonic possession full control full control full control but i pray that as i am teaching you all these kinds of spiritual attacks the lord will give you the power to overcome through this same word through this same teaching through this same message in the mighty name of jesus christ i declare upon your life that the lord god of heaven shall give you the power the grace the spirit to overcome in jesus name James chapter 4 verse 7 therefore submit to God resist the devil and he will flee from you the devil will never flee from you the devil will never leave you be until you submit to God submitting to God is simply yielding to the supremacy of his will 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 only what god says will stand that is when the devil flees 
that the people under the sound of my voice will get to a place where they will say they will not do it according to their understanding they will not live life according to their understanding they will not live life according to their knowledge they will not live life according to their experience but they will submit to the supremacy of the will of God they will submit to the power of the will of God that come what may it is what God says that you will do am I speaking to somebody am I speaking to somebody that even as I am speaking now you will say God alone even as I am speaking now you will say God alone you will say God alone begin to speak in the language of the spirit Somebody, listen to me. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. The Lord said, And I will restore to you the years that the lost has eaten, the years that the canker worm has eaten, the years that the caterpillar has eaten, the years that the palmer worm has eaten, my great army, which I sent among you, I will restore to you, I will restore to you, I will restore to you, anybody that believes it, the Lord is restoring. Declare restoration, declare restoration, declare restoration, declare restoration.
restoring you somebody in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that I declare any part of you that the locust have eaten any part of you that the canker worm have eaten any part of you that the caterpillar have eaten any part of you that the palmer worm have eaten I declare that the Lord shall restore you that the Lord shall restore you that the Lord shall restore you in Jesus mighty name any kind of spiritual attacks you are going through I declare I break the curse of that attack I break the curse of that attack I break the curse of that attack in Jesus mighty name we pray let the believers shout a huge amen do not forget this is only part one of the theme supernatural next week i am bringing your way the eight kinds of enemies god bless you so much the lord says i should give you the opportunity to sow into the word to sow into the word you are saying man of god through this message i have discovered what is bothering me i have discovered what is bothering me and i am sowing a seed a seed of covenant that from today the lord is restoring any part of me any part of my life any part of my job any part of my destiny that has been eaten by these spiritual attacks the canker worm the caterpillar the palmer worm and the locust god bless you so much for being a part of the service i really appreciate you guys remember we are